0: fine with some cloudy patches a moderate wind, highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Antibes 26 degrees in Cannes and partly cloudy, highs of 28 degrees in Marseille and 24 degrees in Saint-Tropez, this evening going down to 17 degrees with clear skies the outlook for tomorrow and Friday sunny intervals, highs of 24 to 25 degrees the sun will rise this morning at 7.30 and sets this evening at 6 minutes past 7, in London today 19 degrees with sunny intervals New York at 27 degrees and sunny and Paris 19 degrees and sunshine. Six minutes past seven o'clock. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. I'm Sarah Isak with you from now until ten o'clock. A top news story in France is the French media has been taken over with bedbugs as the government announces the creation of an observatory and a meeting amongst ministers planned for Friday to quickly provide answers to the French who are asking legitimate questions about the blood-sucking insects which appear to be rife in the French capital. And more on that story coming up at 7.30. Also, you'll be able to hear my experience yesterday as the Mayor Bay celebrated 15 years here in Monaco. And I got to speak to their director. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And he's also a fan of Lens Football Club. So he's probably got a bit of a sore head this morning, Mattia. As it was a memorable night for Lens. as uh, so they came from behind in the Champions League, beating favourites Arsenal. 2-1 Also coming up we'll have this morning's entertainment news pop quiz after 8 o'clock and after 9 o'clock it's the Riviera Wellbeing window. Gavin Sharp will be joining me we'll be talking about leadership and well-being at work. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin, a uh, studio at rivieradio.mc Also this morning I'll let you know that you can now be a student of magic. <laughs> Can you believe it? (laughs) It's just never ending, is it? (laughs) Mad, mad world. Cindy Lauper and girls just want to have fun. Taking a look at the roads, slow moving coming into Monaco off the a motorway. The tunnel there is currently closed. Nothing to tell you about on the region's trains, uh, but at Nice International Airport on the departures, uh, the quarter to nine flight Nice to Paris-Orly Air France AF6205 has been cancelled. And uh, that means that the one that was due to arrive at eight o'clock from Paris-Orly Air France AF6200 is also cancelled.
2: The fall in the sky spe-
0: 16 minutes past 7 o'clock in this morning's entertainment news the BBC's royal correspondent Nicholas Witchell is to retire after nearly 5 decades with the corporation he joined the broadcaster as a trainee back in 1976 and has covered the royal family for the last 25 years he reported on the deaths of Queen Elizabeth II and Diana Princess of Wales as well as multiple royal weddings births and funerals Uh, the BBC confirmed uh, that Witchell who's 70 and will depart next year. He said it's time I shoved off to focus on other things. Top songwriters who've worked with artists including Jonas Brothers and BTS say artificial intelligence isn't something to be afraid of. Uh, BBC Newsbeat spoke to the people behind some of the world's biggest hits on the red carpet at the BMI London Awards. Opinions on the technology are split but writers tell us AI can be a useful tool. Uh, Some use it to mimic the voice of an artist they're writing for to check how attract sounds or to break through uh, a writer's block. Uh, But they all agree that AI uh, can't imitate the artistry and human emotion that goes into making music. Well, that's a bit of a relief. And Jamie Lee Curtis has praised Pamela Anderson for showing up to Passion, Passion Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week with no makeup on. Accrediting her with kicking off a natural beauty revolution. Yes, the Oscar winning Actress shared two pictures of the Baywatch star looking fresh faced on Instagram. Anderson, who's 56, who in her youth embraced cosmetic enhancements to the extreme, has since adopted a more natural look. Uh, she told Elle magazine last year uh, that she started going makeup free uh, following the death of her. Makeup artist who sadly died from breast cancer. Anderson said she was the best, and since then, I just felt that without her, it's just better for me not to wear makeup. Calling her low maintenance approach freeing and fun and a little rebellious, as she went on to joke about the effects of time which come to us all. Uh, that's this morning's entertainment news. What day is it today? It's World Habitat Day, October the 4th. It was on this day in 1911. A Britain's first underground escalators were introduced. They connected the District Line and Piccadilly Line platforms at Ells Court Underground Station in London. It was on this day in 2000 uh, that it was reported that Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling had donated a six-figure sum to the National Council for One Parent Families. On October the 4th, 2013, London uh, was given the title of one of the the most rubbish town apparently in the UK uh, held for the previous decade by Hull if it's your birthday today then you uh, share it with Annika rice who's 65 and Chris Lowe the English musician singer and songwriter is 64 uh, today a very happy birthday if it is your birthday 720 we've got Sam Smith and then all the new sports and weather coming up at 730 the fall in the French media has been taken over with bedbugs as the government announces the creation of an observatory and a meeting amongst ministers planned for Friday to quickly provide answers to the French who are asking legitimate questions about the blood-sucking insects which appear to be rife in the French capital. Government spokesperson Olivier Vérin has spoken on the problem in several interviews recently, and the subject was even raised during questions to the government in the National Assembly. France's Prime Minister, Elizabeth Bourne, was also questioned by leaders of the opposition, who accused her of having done nothing regarding the bedbugs in recent years. Vérin, meanwhile, assures that he wants to bring secure methods to the French, clarifying that the contaminations were not limited to France and that due to global warming The phenomenon was growing in all countries with high tourism. He went on to give the example of New York City a few years ago. Véran concluded that the French government also wants to protect the French from scams uh, when they try to get rid of bedbugs, saying that it's not a question of paying someone 3,000 euros without knowing what they're doing. There are secure methods that allow you to eradicate the insects, he declared. Meanwhile, speaking on the problem to French and international media, uh, Jean-Michel Beranger from uh, the Marseille Hospital, who. Uh, specialises in bedbugs and looks after various strains of bedbugs, has said that there are several factors of which globalisation, container trade, tourism and immigration is the most important. However, he added that climate change can be ruled out. As the bedbug is a domesticated creature, it goes where human goes and weather doesn't come into it. In other news, greenhouse gas emissions in France fell by 4.3% in the first six months of this year compared to the same period a year previously. That's according to the body which monitors emissions. The fall was despite a large increase in emissions from planes as the travel sector recovered from the pandemic. Emissions from domestic flights rose by 25% during the period and by 34% for international flights. According to local media, the report from the Bureau of Investigation and Analysis, the BEA, has indicated that the pilot of the Monacare aircraft, uh, which crashed on November the 25th last year in Ayers, had consumed cocaine before the accident which caused his death and that of his client. At around 2pm on November the 25th, an Airbus H130 helicopter uh, from the Monacare company uh, crashed near Ayers On the hillside, Uh, two people died, including the pilot, who was in his 30s and from the region. In response to the report, uh, Monique Air staff said they were shocked and stunned by the news, as no one was aware that the pilot was a drug user. Meteo France have said that temperatures last Sunday reached levels in the south of the country that have sometimes never been measured at this time of year. The threshold of 35 degrees was crossed in several places, which it said is extremely rare in October. Cities inclo- including Bordeaux, Toulouse, Limoges and Poitiers all broke their monthly record records. In Aix-en-Provence it was the first time that the threshold of 30 degrees has been reached in October. Locally Meteo France said the nighttime heat was remarkable in our region with tropical nights on the Côte d'Azur. An overnight low of 21.7 degrees was recorded in Monton, which had never experienced such a hot night since records began. The famous French political journalist and media boss, Jean-Pierre Elkabbach has died at the age of 86. Elkebac began his career in the 1960s on television in France. He had several management positions, including President of Europe 1 from 2005 to 2008. In the early 1990s, he was President of France 2 and France 3, which became France Televisions. Finally, the 100% of Monegas concept, the Mayor Bay, is celebrating its 15th anniversary. Monaco is the group's first establishment, opening back in 2006 in the heart of the principality. And the restaurant has promised since its creation an invitation to travel to the land of flavours of traditional and contemporary Asia and has managed to keep that promise for more than 15 years. I went to find out more and I asked the director what his story was
4: my story about the Mayabe it's like a love story you know I'm here since uh, the beginning so since uh, 15 years right now so uh, I grow in the same time uh, of the restaurants and uh, every year is totally different and it's very uh, not boring restaurants that's why I'm here <laughs> so the secret of the Mayabe is uh, every day uh, to want to be at the top you know so so uh, we try to do uh, to do the best of the quality of the service and the quality of the food, and uh, we try to repeat each time the same uh, the same thing. Uh, Every year there is something new in the Mayabé in Monaco. Uh, for example, uh, in, in, in January we build a new. Uh, uh, a new sushi bar, but the, the really new opportunity for the Mayabe, it's uh, the international international way. You know, we just opened in Dubai two years ago. We opened two months ago in Montenegro, and uh, we will be open in Riyadh very soon, Mykonos, London, so uh, that's new. The
3: local news, brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. Find out more at balkanestates.com.
1: Riviera Radio Sports News. Brought to you by
0: Ma Nolans, multi-screen sports bars, Nice and Cannes. And a very big thank you to Mathieu and all his team for such a warm welcome. And I actually found out that he was a Lens fan. And I think last night he may well have been watching the match because what a memorable night it was for Lens fans as they came from behind in the Champions League beating five favourites, Arsenal 2-1. This evening, Newcastle play Paris Saint-Germain in Group F of the Champions League. Kick-off is at 9pm French time. Here's more football news from BBC. BBC Sport.
1: BBC Premier League update from
5: the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. Manchester United's terrible start to the UEFA Champions League continued. They remain at the bottom of their group without a point, following a 2-1 loss to the Turkish side Galatasaray at Old Trafford. And the BBC's Ian Dennis was at the game. A damaging defeat for Manchester
6: United. Their mistakes proved costly as Galatasaray gained a famous win. Twice they came from behind. Wilfred Zaha too strong for Dallo after Hoyland's opener. Hoyland put United back in front with a composed finish. But again, Galatasaray were back level through Akta Ulu. Then a dreadful ball out from Onana resulted in Casemiro conceding a penalty. He was sent off, but the penalty was missed by Icardi. However, he redeemed himself, and two minutes later, his scoop finish gave Galatasaray their first win on English soil.
5: and a Champions League defeat for Arsenal as well. Their first loss in any competition this season, beaten 2-1 away at the French team, Lance, and the Gunners had Bukayo Saka hobble off the pitch during the first half. There's also been Premier League action and Burnley had a 2-1 victory away at Luton Town. Brun Larson got the win on 85 minutes for Burnley who stay in the bottom three. Their boss is Vincent Kompany.
3: It feels great. Like uh, three points in the Premier League. We had to battle for it and I'm proud of the team of um, what they showed today.
5: And the audio recording of discussions between the match officials around Luis Diaz's disallowed goal in Liverpool's controversial 2-1 loss at Tottenham on Saturday have been made public. The video assistant referee Darren England didn't overrule the decision when Diaz was wrongly flagged offside. Delayed
7: the game. delay the game. Stop the game. They've the game. Yeah, they've restarted. The the can't, yeah, the Just... yeah.
5: can't do anything. No. I can't do anything. Right, I can't back. do anything. And for more football news on the BBC, go to bbc.com slash football.
8: BBC
1: Premier League update from the home of Premier League football.
0: And in the Rugby World Cup, France's captain Antoine Dupont uh, will be told on Monday when he can return to rugby. Uh, French fans are eagerly awaiting to know if Dupont will be fit for a potential quarterfinal, which the World Cup hosts will reach if they beat Italy in Lyon on Friday night. The team's health manager has said that Dupont is making good progress in his recovery from a broken cheekbone. And finally in tennis, top seed Carlos Alcaraz has been knocked out of the China Open by Yannick Sinner Asina beat Alcaraz in straight sets and will now face Daniel Medvedev in the final.
1: Riviera Radio Sports News, brought to you by Ma Nolans, multi-screen sports bars, Nice and Can, showing all Rugby World Cup and Premiership matches. For details, search online for Ma Nolans.
0: Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, according to reports, the Chinese firm TikTok is testing a new monthly subscription which would get rid of adverts on the video sharing site. The company has declined to comment on exactly where the testing is being carried out. It's thought to be in an English-speaking market outside of the US. TikTok currently displays personalised adverts for all users over the age of 18. The London-listed fashion retailer Superdry could be close to striking a partnership with India's biggest retailer. The deal would release tens of billions of pounds to help boost the company's fragile balance sheet. Reports say that Superdry is in advanced talks with Reliance brands about a new licensing joint venture. And alternative indie band Easy Life reportedly face a lawsuit over their name by the holding group behind EasyJet. The band have said that they have been left virtually powerless as they face a lawsuit over their name with the band members being accused of being brand thieves. Uh, The critically acclaimed Leicester band formed in 2017 and have had two uh, top ten albums. They say they are being forced to change their name or take up a costly legal battle which they could never afford. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero four cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty cents. The pound's worth one euro fifteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty six point sixty seven pence. A bitcoin, twenty seven thousand three hundred sixty nine dollars zero six cents. Ethereum, one thousand six hundred thirty seven dollars zero three cents. And commodities, the price of an ounce of gold, one thousand eight hundred and twenty one dollars ninety three cents, and a barrel of Brent crude. 90 dollars and 88 cents
9: barclays private bank brings you riviera radio business news on 106.5 fm at barclays our size is your strength and we've been using the entire reach of the barclays group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in monaco since 1922 to find out more Search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535.
0: for ghost is up to 20 miles offshore, the outmaritime team and the VAR, the general situation is a depression of 1,021 millibars. Winds are northeasterly, force 3-4, to the sea is rough, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for St Jean Cap Ferrat is 1,021 millibars. For north Corsica, winds are variable, force 1-3, to the sea is calm, good visibility, and the barometric pressure for Cap Course is 1,022 millibars. Riviera Radio They did say mainly fine with some cloudy patches, but it seems to be mostly cloudy with a a few sunny patches. A moderate wind, highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Nice, and Antibes, 26 degrees in Cannes, and partly cloudy. Highs of 28 degrees in Marseille, 24 degrees in Saint Tropez, this evening going down to 17 degrees with clear skies. And the outlook for tomorrow and Friday, sunny intervals, highs of 24 to 25 degrees. Finally, could it be magic? Well, at one university in the UK, it certainly is, as a new course in just that is being offered at the University of Exeter. The Russell Group Institution has announced it will offer a master's degree in magic from next September, following a recent surge in interest in magic. The university pulled its rabbit out of the hat just months after the British Prime Minister signalled a crackdown on what he called Mickey Mouse degrees, which he said left students on a poor quality course at the taxpayer's expense without the prospect of a decent job at the end. Uh, But the university said academics with expertise in history, literature, philosophy, archaeology, sociology, psychology, drama and religion will show the role of magic on the West and the East and hopefully leave students spellbound. The postgraduate course, it said, would be offering one of the only degrees of its kind in the UK to combine the study of the history of magic and its role in the West and the East. Make what you want of that. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc. You can also check out our Facebook page. Here are the magic numbers and love is just a game. Would you do that then? Would you uh, take a degree in magic? Well, why not? I guess uh, that was the magic numbers and love is just a game. Now, talking about magic, somebody who will be uh, working his magic after 9 o'clock with me is Gavin Sharp. Yes, it's the Riviera Wellbeing Window is back. and We'll be discussing all about leadership and well-being at work. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin Sharp, studio at rivieradio.mc. It's just coming up to ten.
7: If you are an owner and would like to receive 40% to 70% of the value of your property in cash while remaining in your home for as long as you wish, then contact Cape Via, the specialist in bear ownership sales. Take advantage of the significant capital at your disposal without having to move home. A secure solution to release cash from your property. Visit
11: capevia.com.
0: Monsieur Martin, pourquoi avoir migré votre entreprise vers la casuite d'InfoManiac?
11: Casuite est pensée pour la collaboration en équipe. Elle intègre une messagerie, un drive, un chat et tout ce qu'il nous faut. Casuite, la solution collaborative éthique. Plus d'informations sur infomaniac.com.
12: Let yourself be swept away by the thrilling new production of the musical West Side Story. Two gangs, an enduring but impossible love, unforgettable melodies, Maria, Somewhere, America. A moment not to be missed at the Grimaldi Forum Monaco from the 13th to the 15th of October. Booking and more information at GrimaldiForum.com.
4: Knight Frank, your prestige real estate agency on the French Riviera, offers quality services for selling and buying exclusive properties on and off market. Contact us and visit our website, EstateNetPrestige.com. Hi, I'm Carol Bancel, real
9: estate broker at Knight Saint Jean Cap Ferrat. Discover exclusive off market hidden opportunities from Cannes to Roquebrune let's get in touch on instagram night frank french riviera we are
13: riviera radio we
0: Now. Sugar Babes, about you now. With 7.54, the full English breakfast show, NASA is set to create an Airbnb that is out of this world quite literally. The American Space Agency awarded a construction technology company million to build a home. Guess where? On the moon by 2040. It'll probably be uh, better built than my flat, which is still falling down. I I nearly put my hole through the the hole in the floor this morning. Uh, I thought I might have ended up downstairs, but I didn't. I managed to put the bit of wood back. Uh, Anyway, it would not just be for astronauts, apparently, but also average civilians. The plan is to launch a giant 3D printer to the moon and use lunar concrete made of rocks, mineral fragments and dust to layer the structure on the surface. NASA is also working with universities and private companies to construct doors, tiles and furniture for the moon home. Cool, yeah, maybe they could get started on mine before they go to the moon. You're up to date. (laughs) 7.55. We've got a look at the papers and the BBC News Live from London And in the next hour, of course, the pop quiz and woofer of the week. Well, had to be the space cowboy, Jamiroquai.
2: Everything is good and round. Oh, I'm here again
11: with a sunshine smile
2: upon my face, my friend.
0: and the Space Cowboy. I just must add that I'm not doing it deliberately. I'm not doing anything to improve my apartment. I have to wait for the insurance or somebody to do something before I can touch anything. And uh, on top of that, Mickey, where's he gone? He's gone to Cottignac to live in the most beautiful village in the VAR. (laughs) All right, for some, somebody's had a good year. Look at the papers next.
12: The Press Review is brought to you by BMW.
0: The Sun carries comments from Victoria Beckham in a new Netflix documentary It comes out today where she shares her pain over her husband's alleged affair. Uh, Meanwhile, on the front page of The Telegraph, British Prime Minister will tell the Tory party faithful he will change the status quo when he delivers his flagship speech at conference on Wednesday. Uh, That's a look at the papers in the UK. The BBC News, live from London, is next.
12: The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Nice Premium Motors, Bayon Avenue Cannes and BMW Store Monaco. Boost your business with the Business Drive BMW range. Find all the BMW Business
13: Drive offers at your car dealer. The Weather Forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home.
0: Sunny intervals, a moderate wind. Highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Antibes. 26 degrees in Cannes and partly cloudy. Highs of 28 degrees in Marseille. 24 degrees in Saint-Tropez. And this evening going down to 17 degrees with clear skies. Out of tomorrow and Friday, sunny intervals, highs of 24 to 25 degrees. The sun rose at 7.30 this morning and will set this evening at 6 minutes past 7. In New York today, sunny with 27 degrees. Uh, Paris has sunshine and 9. 19 degrees. And London, sunny intervals, 19 degrees. The weather forecast brought to
13: you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes de Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you find your dream home on the French Riviera. Visit Nice Properties.com.
0: Seven minutes past eight o'clock. It's the second hour of the Full English Breakfast Show. If you've just joined me, a very good morning. I hope you're well this Wednesday morning. Coming up shortly, we'll have the pop quiz and it will be over to you. And of course, it is uh, the well-being window. But before I do that, Boris has just written in and said about your story about the house on the moon. He said, it was time that the man in the moon gets a house. Very good morning, Sarah. Thank you very much, Boris. Yes, as I was saying, after nine o'clock, it is the Riviera Wellbeing window. And Gavin Sharp will be with me live after nine o'clock. But as usual, he's here about two hours earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you want to come and sit here, Gavin? Because I could actually get some time. I just thought I'd do some some eggs and bacon whilst I'm waiting. Oh, now you're talking. Oh, that's a very good idea (laughs) okay so this week we're talking about leadership and well-being at work what can listeners expect gavin so are are you happy at work sarah love it love
6: it absolutely love it that is good news uh because apparently the average time that we spend at work is about 13 years that's how long we spend at work. It feels Um, a lot longer. (laughs) You you said you loved it. I do, I do, I do. Um, Yes, I want to talk about um, well-being at work and leadership. And I think that what we want from work and at home really has changed. And what I'd like to talk about today is... so. What is a healthy workplace? What does well-being at work mean? Because we sort of kick the phrase around a lot and we use this phrase about workplaces being toxic or my boss is toxic. What does that mean? And if you are working somewhere where you are... Unhappy or unsatisfied, or you don't feel valued. Um, what can someone do about it? So I want to address well-being at work, and also, you know, we're living in these unprecedented times where we've got artificial intelligence breathing down our neck, and global climate change, and global health challenges. So, so what kind of a leader do we need today? What's what's the what's the art of of healthy leadership? And I'll leave you with a question. So I was asking how happy you are at work. Um, What percentage of employees, and it's about the same, whether it's UK or France, interestingly, but huge survey conducted by McKinsey, what percentage of employees say, I'm burned out? Is it at work? So what percentage of employees say, I'm burned out, whether it's the UK or France, I'm burned out at work? Is it 5%? Is it 13% or is it 27%?
0: Okay, well, so a question. 27% is my answer. But if you want to put your answer in or a question to Gavin for After 9 o'clock, uh, studio at uh, Riviera Radio. Thank you, Gavin, and speak to you after 9. Madonna and Cherish. cherish.
3: You happy where the north is with me I want to see I wish that you never left
2: Oh but instead I only wish you the best
3: Now it's time for Woofer of the Week on 106.5
0: Riviera Radio. It's that time of the week again. Dawn Howard is with me for Woofer of the Week. And this week, Dawn, you've got one year old Emmy. Tell us more.
8: That's right. Good morning, Sarah. So we've got a lovely female Griffin cross, and she is looking for a good forever home. Her name is Emmy, as you said, and she weighs 20 kilos, and she's just one year old. So, really, still a puppy. She has the cutest sand-coloured face with a wiry coat and soft floppy ears. And as with any puppy her age, she still needs to learn a few things, including how to walk nicely on a lead. But she is food and treat driven, so that will help a lot. If you'd like to find out more about her or any of the puppies and dogs that they currently have, you can email the refuge directly and the address for that is eighty three at orange.fr and also you can call them on 0619572181. And there's also something happening this weekend. That's right. There's a little event this Sunday and it's at the Refuge Jean Duflo, so that's the one up by Decathlon in Antibes, and they are having an open day from 10 to 6. They sell great plants. I don't know how they do it, but they sell great plants. I have bought many in the past and they have survived, which is quite a thing I can tell you. Uh, They also sell bric-a-brac and all sorts of stuff really, as well as food and drink. And, of course, all the money raised from this open day goes back into helping their animals. So if you can, do pop by. And that's uh, this Sunday? That's this Sunday, yeah, 10 to 6. OK, Dawn Howard, thank you very much. Speak to you at the same time next week. Marvellous. Thank you very much.
3: That was Woofer of the Week. For more details about this week's Woofer, go to the 106.5 Riviera Radio page on Facebook or our website at rivieraradio.mc. Woofer of the Week on 106.5. Woof, radio. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio
0: Travel News taking a look at Nice International Airport there are a couple of cancellations this morning Uh, the flight that was due to leave Nice International Airport uh, uh, arrive rather at Nice International Airport at 22-11 from London Heathrow British Airways BA 342 has been cancelled so that means that the later flight that was supposed to leave uh, for London Heathrow uh, that is the and I just need to find a time for it because it was up there Uh, yes, 11.35 that was due to leave Nice for London Heathrow British Airways BA343 has been cancelled and also I mentioned it earlier on on the departures The flight to Paris, uh, the 8 o'clock flight, 8.45 leaving Paris-Orly for Paris-Orly Air France AF6205 has been cancelled which also means that on the arrivals, the flight that was expected in at 8 o'clock from Paris-Orly Air France AF6200 has also been cancelled on the trains the 9.25 Nice to Paris is running 30 minutes late and it's slow moving in both directions at 42 Mouja on the A8 motorway and slow moving coming into Monaco uh, but the tunnel there has reopened <laughs> Twenty-one. this morning's pop quiz. Now, going back to 1980, it was on this day the Queen started a three-week run at number one in the US singles chart with another one bites the dust. I was going to do what I normally do and say, can I have the name of the track? But... Then the question that my older brother had so much fun with because he's known for being a bit of a dab hander at a good pop quiz and when he was over (laughs) he managed to come up with several pop quizzes probably from his time at PWL Um, and one of the questions stumped me and it stumped nearly everybody uh, that he asked so I thought uh, seeing as it was on this day in 1980 that Queen started a three week run at number one on the US singles chart with another one bites the dust. Opportunity to see if you know the answer to his question. I want to know who is the fourth member of Queen? Okay, taking in mind, we've got Freddie Mercury, Brian May, Roger Taylor. Who is the fourth member who has been described as the quiet member of the band? Studio at rivieradio.mc if you can tell me uh, the fourth member of Queen white and you're the first my last and my everything You're the first, my last, my everything. and Crikey, I needed you when my older brother was here uh, because you all got the answer right this morning. Uh, Congratulations to Morton, who was the first one up with the correct answer, followed very closely in second place by Anthony and Nicola and uh, Kevin. Yes, I wanted to know uh, the fourth member of Queen, uh, of course, Freddie Mercury, Brian May, Roger Taylor and uh, John Deacon. Yes, Deacon has been described as... As a quiet member of the band, Anthony actually said this. I'll, I'll play it to you because Anthony uh, did it, of course, on our uh, using the open mic as he always does, like a A-class student. This is what Anthony said: John Deacon, and no one's heard from him for years and years. Well, you're absolutely right there. Uh, Apparently, he was so upset by Mercury's death in November 1991 that it resulted in a significant reduction in his musical activity. He said, As far as we are concerned, this is it. There is no point carrying on. It's impossible to replace Freddie. He reappeared only briefly by joining his former bandmates in October 1997 for the recording of the final Queen song No One But You, Only The Good Die Young, included on the Queen Rocks album released a month later. He lives in Putney in southwest London with his wife, whom he married on the 18th of January 1975 and is the father of six children. And one of the reasons for Queen splitting from their original management company is that at the time, Uh, They refused to lend deacon money to put a deposit on his house. So there you go. He's the one that uh, got away (laughs) whilst the going was good, I guess. And he wrote this for his wife. Queen, you're my best friend, taking us up to the news, sports and weather. Mostly cloudy, mainly fine, is what they're saying. It's a bit of a mixture. Some cloudy patches and some sunny intervals. A moderate wind, highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Monaco Nice and Antibes. 26 degrees in Cannes. Highs of 28 degrees in Marseille. And 24 degrees in Saint-Tropez. This evening going down to 17 degrees with clear skies. And the out of tomorrow and Friday, sunny intervals. Highs of 24 to 25 degrees. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, Riviera Radio. And you can check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. Coming up, we will have a look at the papers and the news live from the BBC at 9 o'clock. And don't forget that after 9, it is, of course, the well-being window. Uh, Gavin Sharp will be joining me live in the studio. We'll be discussing leadership and well-being at work. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin, studio at rivieradio.mc. Adele, and send my love.
2: This was over. A-
11: Octomarine, the water treatment specialist, supplies a user-friendly and compact solution for your drinking water requirements. On board your yacht or in your villa, designed to produce high-quality drinking water. Our new slimline filtration system with LED UV, developed with sustainability in mind, offers advanced filtration and disinfection, and has a three-year lifespan. Drink in confidence, comfort and compliance with Octomarine. Find out more at octomarine.com.
10: Les Moments Musicaux des Alpes-Maritimes present Enchantress, a live concert featuring soprano singer Sandrine Piau, specialist in the Heindalian repertoire in association with Les Paladins and Jérôme Correas on the 4th of October, 8pm at the Cathedral saint reparate in the Old town. Find out more at les-moments-musicaux.com
11: Quadro is the specialist in bespoke French interior design, optimizing space to make it both functional and functional and attractive. Wardrobes, bookcases, TV stands. Quadro works for the whole home. Let's create your interior together. Quadro adapts to your wishes and your budget. Quadro in Nice. Motorway access exit 52 near Ikea. New Home is a real estate specialist in property sales in the VAR and along the French Riviera, offering a strong focus on the Dutch, Belgian and Northern European markets. Visit new-home.fr. New Home, uw makelaar in de VAR
3: en aan de Cote d'Azur.
0: Angry. i getting angry. I didn't get angry. I just got really miffed yesterday trying to book a flight to go to Paris to see Charlotte and to see the bedbugs, of course. And every time you go on and you then... I wasn't doing it deliberately, but I kept forgetting whether I'd got the right date or put the right bag on or the right airport. And so on a couple of occasions, and when I was trying to go through to the final bit, it then went back to the beginning. And then, of course, because I wasn't quick enough to, I don't know, confirm the payment... It went back, and in the space of, like, ten minutes, the tickets went up from about, I don't know, up 70 euros in ten minutes, uh, because I guess they know that I was logging on. Well, surely that, there should be a law against that, no? Something like that. Help? <laughs> James Morrison, Wonderful World. I've been down so low, people ask me and they know They can
2: tell something is wrong
0: So I was being a bit generous there. It was more like 30 seconds and it just kept going up and up and up and up and up. Yes, but mind you, maybe it is just me. It might run in the family. It's like my mother managed to book two empty bags. Oh, she got so confused because it sends you all the things. Do you want this? Do you want that? Skip? Yes? No? And uh, poor mother got so confused. She ended up booking two large suitcases back to the UK. And of course, because she'd booked it and paid for it and there was no way of getting it back, for saying she was just having a senior moment and couldn't understand what was going on on the website. Uh, She then duly filled the two big suitcases with lots of things from rail and took them all back to London. So, goodness gracious, uh, only knows what will happen when she has to come back and she realises she's got no belongings here. Oh, well. (laughs) Wait and see. Uh, Look at the papers next. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW... The Guardian says politics is broken, the Prime Minister will say in his speech to the party conference uh, today, adding voters are exhausted. Uh, That's on the front page of The Guardian. Uh, Meanwhile, on the front page of the Daily Star, AI chatbots could benefit human life and help us work less and live longer as long as they don't turn on mankind. And the Financial Times yields on 30-year US Treasury bonds hit a 16-year peak on Tuesday. Uh, The Financial Times reports rocking global stocks and currencies. Uh, Meanwhile, on the front page of uh, the... Mirror, they say that the Daily Mirror reminds uh, the British Prime Minister how long his party has been in control of the country as he seeks to blame the nation's problems on the political uh, system. With a uh, number 13 on the front page of the Mirror this morning, and underneath it's written, Unlucky for Us. Uh, finally the front page of the Telegraph again the British Prime Minister will tell the Tory party faithful and he will change the status quo when he delivers his flagship speech at the conference uh, today that's us look at the front pages in the UK this Wednesday morning uh, coming up it is the well-being window with Gavin Sharp he'll be joining me live in the studio and we'll be talking about leadership and well-being at work if you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin uh, it's very easy the studio at Riviera Radio. dot mc.
12: The press review brought to you by BMW, Nice Premium Motors, and Avenue, Can, and BMW Store Monaco. Boost your business with the Business Drive BMW range. Find all the BMW Business Drive offers at your car dealer.
5: At six. Innovation is in our blood. But not only that, pleasure and driving comfort are also part of our DNA. Our aim is to offer the ultimate in car hiring and, in particular, a wide choice of electric vehicles at attractive prices. From the small city car Fiat 500E to the SUV Skoda Enyaq via the family sedan Tesla Model 3. Without forgetting the sports car Audi RS e-tron GT. So, which one do you like? Visit our sixth agent to discover our entire fleet of premium vehicles or go to 6th.fr
0: Sunny intervals, a moderate wind, highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Antibes, 26 degrees in Cannes and partly cloudy, highs of 28 degrees in Marseille, 24 degrees in Saint-Tropez, this evening going down to 17 degrees with clear skies and the outlook for tomorrow and Friday sunny intervals, highs of 24 to 25 degrees. The sun rose at 7.30 this morning and will set this evening at 6 minutes past 7.00. In New York, 27 degrees and sunny. Paris has 19 degrees and sunshine. Sunny intervals and 19 degrees for London. Six minutes past nine o'clock, and in a moment's time, it will be the Riviera well-being window. Gavin Sharp will be joining me live in the studio. We're talking leadership and well-being at work. A third of us feel stressed out as a result of work. One in four employees report experiencing toxic behaviour at work. It's one of the most common reasons people quit their jobs. If you have a question for Gavin, uh, then studio at rivieradio.mc. We're going to try and work this one out. Try to see my way. Do I have to nine o'clock and welcome to the well-being window i'm joined by uh, gavin sharp uk therapist and business coach uh, morning gavin good morning sarah now just before we kick off with leadership and well-being at work i know you have an event next month at the mm-hmm. fairmont hotel on leadership uh, can you tell us about the event and what people can expect and why is this topic so important to you
6: Thank you very much, and good
0: morning, as
6: always, to our listeners. Um, Yes, we do indeed. On November the 14th, I have teamed up with the leading Monaco estate agent, Savills, Uh, and in conjunction with Club Viva Nova, um, people can expect a three-course lunch. Um, But what I'm really hoping, as well as the lunch that people will come for, is we are going to be talking about leadership, and what does it take to be an exceptional leader in these extraordinary times and i'm going to cover a little bit or as much as i can in the time that's allocated the extent to which leadership has changed and in a bygone era you know leadership was very much about maximizing shareholder value what made a leader a leader was i'm in charge I'm the expert, and I'll tell you what to do. And that was that sort of command and control sort of leadership style. What we now understand, the world has changed, as we all know, beyond recognition. We're living in a time where we've got global climate change and global inequality we've come through covid that the geopolitical situation and so a number of the kind of really important business think tanks and consultancies like mckinsey for example they've said that leadership style actually it's reached its limit and that kind of commander control style well that worked well when we were living in stable times. We're not. We're living in times, and I shouldn't really get political, but when people like Donald Trump can get elected, we're living in very volatile, uncertain times. And therefore, the question I want to address at the lunch, when people have been well-fed and had some lovely wine, is, Okay, well, if all that's happened, what kind of leadership style is suited for today's climate? So, very long-winded answer to your question. That's the lunch, and that's what I'm hoping to cover.
0: Okay, so that's on the 14th of November at the yes. Fairmont Hotel. And you can, uh, where can people go to find out more? So, if they go to my website,
6: rivierwellbeing.com and they go to the events page, they can read about the event, and then there's a link uh, that will take them directly to be able to, uh, to book tickets, and tickets
0: are €65. Euros. Okay, for some also wonderful food and wine. Maybe add a bit more wine and you'll have a leadership (laughs) loving or something like that. Everyone will just love each other. Okay. So that's the art of good leadership for Sarah. (laughs) Serve lots of wine and all the
6: staff will be happy.
0: Okay, so moving on to the topic for this week it's explaining well being at work. Now, why is this such a hot topic? And can you explain to me exactly what this means, well being at work? Don't look at me, I don't know. No, okay, so let
6: me start with why it's such a hot topic. Because the stats are overwhelming about um, what happens when we don't engage with work, when we're not happy. So, for example, the World Health Organization estimates that globally we lose 12 billion working days every year because of depression and anxiety. There was a recent survey which Sky News had done. And they said 76% of people have been off work due to stress. Um, And I'll just throw one more stat in there. Um, Deloitte um, did, uh, and I think it was this year, a huge well-being at work survey. Um, And they said that over a third of employees said that their job is negatively affecting their well-being. You know, I was just saying before the news, so if we're spending 13 years of our life at work um, and actually our work is making us feel miserable, um, that's pretty alarming. So why is it important? Because we need to do something about this. Because we can't separate work and our home life. So if um, we are really that miserable going to work, then we ourselves as individuals and companies we need to address well-being at work in order for us to live more fulfilling lives and i would define well-being at work as basically all aspects of our working life so we used to only think about is the workplace physically safe now we're thinking about how do you feel about work and it's important because there's a correlation between how productive we are at work and our well being. So, if I'm not happy at work, I'm going to be less productive. So, that's why this topic um, you know, really means so much and it's so relevant. And because it comes in the therapy room much more than it used to, with people sat in front of me talking about a toxic workplace, talking about um, a bullying boss, talking about just feeling disengaged at work.
0: Okay, you you just mentioned uh, that we can't separate home from work. Now, is that not surely due due to the dynamics that have changed and outside factors, like before you would be in an office, you would go home, you didn't necessarily have a mobile phone, Mm -hmm. Uh, you weren't able to be contacted 24-7, is there not a bit of a responsibility on the employee to know when to switch off? Yes, and I think you're right. I think there is one of the, one of the big
6: changes. I was just thinking, you, as you were saying that, the mountain times I've texted you on your private mobile <laughs> to say, Oh, Sarah, quick question about the show tomorrow. Um, didn't think, you know, maybe it's nine o'clock at night, but there I am thinking about Sarah and the breakfast show. So I send her a text. Um, and I think you're quite bounded actually, because I don't think you always reply at nine o'clock at night. So well done to you. Um, But yes, there is this huge overlap now between I need to be bounded, I need to separate when I'm prepared to look at my phone, um, when I'm prepared to answer emails, and we need bosses to model it. Um, And one of the things I learned, you know, when I was in business, I had my own business many years ago, um, and when we did an employee engagement survey, one of the things that came out is the staff that said, we don't like getting emails on a Sunday. And I said, oh, gosh, I wasn't expecting you to reply. And they said, yes, but if we see something comes through from you, we feel obliged to reply. And it was really helpful feedback because I could still catch up and do my admin on a Sunday morning, but I just wouldn't click send so that it, I would wait because otherwise I got it. It's really stressful. So. We as individuals need to be more bounded and I think bosses need to model what the expectation is. Okay, so you think it's the boss's responsibility? I think it's shared. Yes, right. I, I, I think we. I think we share responsibility. Um, look, it makes good commercial sense to for for companies to say I'm partly responsible, and then yeah, you're partly responsible. So I think it's I think it's a shared. Responsibility.
0: Responsibility. Okay, and you mentioned uh, just a moment ago, toxic, being toxic, the workplace being toxic. Uh, Can you maybe explain what's meant by that
6: term? Yes, and it has become a a really sort of um, commonly used term, um, and in some respects that's really good because we're becoming more aware. A toxic workplace. If I go to work and I feel unvalued, If I feel unsafe, if there is demeaning behavior by my colleagues, by my bosses, um, unethical behaviors, um, abusive management. I mean, I can remember working for a company when I was much younger and um, my boss threw a hole puncher, like a large hole puncher across the room and literally I ducked. And it hit the wall. And I didn't think anything of it. That was just, you know, he was having a bad day. Um, but what happens is these these behaviours, they become a cultural norm. And what we now understand is that, that toxic workplaces, it's the number one reason that people will leave their work. Because they don't feel safe. They feel threatened. It's not... Um, uh, it's just not a safe place to to, to be at work. Um, and again, if you look at one of the global McKinsey reports, they confirmed that toxic workplace behaviour, it is the largest effect that on, on someone's intent to leave. And it will directly lead to burnout. You know, we've done a show on burnout, and once someone's got burnout, you know, they're likely to be absent from the workplace for could be three to six months.
0: Okay, and can toxic, uh, as, can it be like you just gave the example yourself, your own experience that maybe physical violence or <laughs> can it be um, maybe a, a pressure, uh, putting too much pressure, what, what exactly would, would be considered as, a, as toxic? Yes,
6: I think it could be putting too much pressure. It's someone who, if my workload isn't... I don't feel my workload's manageable. And if, for example, a responsible boss isn't saying, is your workload manageable? Um, Or someone who could be in a non-inclusive environment. I'm I'm in a a minority. It could be a sexual minority. It could be racial. But I don't feel represented. I don't feel seen. All of that leads to... um, the, the workplace becoming toxic, so um, so those kind of and again you know sometimes oh, I, you know that company they just it's cutthroat as if mm-hmm. that's okay, and it's not okay. And why this is important is because Generation Z, which I often bang on about, they won't tolerate it because they are actually they're more prepared, and Harvard Business Review have, have uh, confirmed this. They'd rather work for less money and be in a happier work environment. So the the whole dynamic of what we want from work is changing. Um, so, yes, and I'm, I'm happy, by the way, if any questions have, have come in, I'm, I'm happy to uh, address them, um, and if not... Um, yeah, yeah we
0: have got a question has come in uh, uh says hi I will be in the car listening so sending my question in early came in a bit earlier on it's not the most original question uh, but we were discussing this over breakfast the other day when you announced today's topic
6: You're discussing it with me over breakfast Ooh, no or, I think
0: um, in general okay, right. uh, that we and it all became rather heated over the cornflakes now this was the question are leaders born or made Oh, that's a good question. Um, we often
6: get the, the nature or nurture. Um, I would say my definition of leadership is it's not something that um, we are. Leadership is something that we do because I can be called a leader. You know, my title can be Gavin Sharp leader, but I can actually demonstrate really poor behaviour at leading. So I would say it's a skill that we learn and it's a skill that we develop. Some of us will be more suited to leaders because of the fact that we've developed those skills already in our lifetime. But I would say no, I don't think we sort of pop out the womb and that's it, there's a good leader. I think it's it's a set of behaviours based on our mindsets and our thoughts and our beliefs.
0: So you don't think we're not born leaders, we become leaders because it's through what we our experiences in life to make us a good leader, yeah, pretty or a bad, much. or a bad leader, absolutely. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm bad, <laughs> bad leader, in you. Yeah. Thank you very much for your question. Uh, second question up this morning uh, has come. Hi, Sarah. A couple of questions for Gavin. I saw his social media post too. I'm wondering if there is a leadership style that is emerging as being the most effective in today's workplace. Uh, second question: Is there an overlap between therapy and leadership coaching? Does Gavin apply? I both in his coaching sessions, given his background. Basically, could I get two for the price of one? Go ahead. <laughs> Good luck.
6: <laughs> two for the price of one. I like that. That's what I've been reduced to. Um, let me do with the, f- the first one was, what was it, the leadership style. Um, I would say that... Um, is there a leadership style that works? I think it's what we were saying, and we'll address this at the lunch. What's changed is this top-down hierarchical, I'm the expert and I will deliver the instructions downwards to you. So the style is we're moving away from directing and controlling. And what we're understanding now is that leadership is less about execution. It's more about being a, um, a visionary. It's more about... Um, Focusing is not, maximizing profits is still important, but actually what's making a leader um, strong today is, am I prepared to be vulnerable in the workplace? Can I show compassion at work? Am I able to establish a, a clear and shared purpose? And what I find when I'm coaching leaders is that, We've all, we tend to rely on what worked in the past. That's what we do. We've all, we go on autopilot, especially when stressed. So, this is what worked in the last crisis. This is what I'm going to do now. And the problem with that is this crisis, what we're living through now is so different that what I, what I did in the past probably won't work today. You know, the famous, uh, there's a famous coach called Marshall Goldsmith, and his, his, one of his best selling books was What Got Me Here won't get me there so sometimes the leadership style is actually just stepping back and pausing and saying what's my autopilot but what does this situation call for so that's just a clue i think to some of the trends that we're seeing and the change in leadership style Coaching and therapy, um, there is a huge overlap. And I would say many of the best business coaches today have some kind of grounding in psychology. And why do I say in my strap line from bedroom to boardroom? Because it's all the same. I'm working with people. And we put roadblocks in front of ourselves. And what is it that stops me getting promoted? Usually me, usually my lack of self-confidence. And so I'm very clear that when I'm working with someone and I'm coaching them, It's not therapy. We're not looking at childhood stuff. Um, But recognising how that shows up in the workplace, that's really important. So
0: there is an overlap. Okay, can I put a spanner in the works? Go for it. It's not like you. <laughs> no, no, just Go talking on. about No, Here she goes, um, that's it. No, it's rip me to pieces. Very uh, interesting, the leadership uh, style. Yeah. And as you, again, we're talking about how the dynamics have changed and separating home from work life and all the outside factors that we have today, such as social media and, and being able to uh, cut off. Uh, but can a leader who might be a very good leader be faced with maybe a new kind of Employee that, let's face it, has maybe a too many ways of, I don't know how to put this, but might not, might actually be toxic themselves, mm-hmm. might actually be the toxic person in the group. Yeah. So how does how could that affect a leadership style if you're as a, maybe you've got, I don't know, you're r- running an office and you've got 80% of the, you know, you're, you're doing a good job when you get the feedback, you're doing a good job, but maybe you've got, that small percentage of toxic employees that mm-hmm. could create, which then your leadership style, whatever it is, is going to go out the window. And I
6: think, I think we're probably actually making a very similar point, which is you can't have or have one leadership style. You need to deal with the situation. And if your situation in the past was, um, I don't know, you tend to act quickly and, and, and you lean into the situation, What I always say to leaders is just take a step back. The best leaders are able to emotionally self-regulate. What Mm. happens for you when Mary shows up in the workplace and she's behaving like that? What's it like for you? Mm. And um, what does that part of you, does it touch? What's your choice? What are the available responses that you have? Because what tends to happen is we go back to the autopilot. I want her out. Um, I'm just going to sack her. Or, okay, is that really realistic? She's been in the company for seven years. How likely is that as an outcome? So take a step back. What are your options? What is it stirring in you? So that self-awareness becomes really key. And also it's incumbent upon the leader to recognise... We don't tolerate that behaviour in the workplace. And so some leaders, you know, one of the, I do a lot of work with law firms, oh. and law firms are um, historically dreadful at getting rid of bad behaviour if that partner happens to generate a lot of business. So what they say is, look, we know that Fred is really bad, um, and everybody in Fred's department, you know, he can't keep anybody, but he happens to bring in 10 million euros worth of business. and. That's the bit that's changing. And law firms are waking up to this, that, okay, you either need to coach Fred to be a better leader or you're going to have to do something very uh, different really here. That,
0: the dynamics of that money doesn't talk anymore? St- I think it's starting
6: to change because um, that firm is recognising, or those sort of firms are recognising, We can't hire anymore because Mm -hmm. we've got a reputation. People won't join. So I'm not saying it's perfect, but I think that law firms are getting better. You might be a rainmaker and you might generate a lot of money. This is against our values. This is not what leadership today stands for. And we'll help you change. And if you can't, we'll help you exit.
0: Okay, Gavin Sharp, we're talking leadership and well-being at work. And we'll be back after the news, Sport and Weather. Uh, I'll be asking Gavin whether he thinks uh, there is a stigma about admitting to having mental health challenges at work and how do companies react when staff talk about mental health. 9.13,
8: From the 1st of October, elevate your Sundays with an exquisite brunch crafted by chef Yannick Alleno at Pavillon Monte Carlo in the heart of Hotel Hermitage Monte Carlo. Relax at our counter or overlooking the Mediterranean and indulge a connoisseur's brunch with the signature Goodwitch creative egg dishes and delightful and inspired dishes. Book your spot today by calling 003 7 7 9 8 0 377 9806 9898 ou visit com Hey, c'est octobre, le mois international de sensibilisation au dépistage du cancer du sein. Une très bonne opportunité de programmer un dépistage. Au cas où vous auriez oublié de le faire, ou que ça a été reporté une fois de plus. Oui, ok, vous êtes débordé. Mais c'est le mois d'octobre. Alors Pink Ribbon Monaco va prendre le temps de vous le rappeler. Et on va le faire tous les jours.
14: From the 16th of September to the 15th of October, the Prince's Palace in Monaco is hosting a magnificent exhibition, Pablo Picasso and Antiquity. The great master of modern art was interested in Greek and Roman antiquity throughout his career, and the exhibition explores some of the great classical themes. Find out more at visitpalaisdemonaco.com.
6: Is your career stuck? Do you yearn to become a better leader? Or maybe you're seeking a career change. This is Gavin Sharp. I also help executives and corporate leaders unlock their potential and achieve transformational success. Contact me, Gavin, at RivieraWellbeing.com. The Local News, brought to you
3: by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world.
0: Good morning, it's 9.31. I'm Sarah Lycett reporting. French media has been taken over with bedbugs as the government announces the creation of an observatory and a meeting amongst ministers planned for Friday to quickly provide answers to the French who are asking legitimate questions about the blood-sucking insects which appear to be rife in the French capital. Government spokesperson Olivier Varr has spoken on the problem in several interviews recently and the subject was even raised during questions to the government in the National Assembly. France's Prime Minister, Elizabeth Bourne, was also questioned by leaders of the opposition who accused her of having done nothing regarding the bedbugs in recent years. Verrin, meanwhile, assures that he wants to bring secure methods to the French, clarifying that the contaminations were not limited to France and that due to global warming, the phenomenon was growing in all countries with high tourism. He went on to give the example of New York City just a few years ago. He concluded that the French government also wants to protect the French from scams when they try to get rid of bedbugs, saying that it's not a question of paying someone €3,000 without knowing what they're doing. There are secure methods that allow you to eradicate them. Meanwhile, speaking on the problem to French and international media, Jean-Michel Berger from the Marseille Hospital, who looks after various strains of bedbugs, has said that there are several factors of which globalisation, container trade, tourism and immigration is the most important saying that, however, climate change can be ruled out as the bed bug is a domesticated creature. It goes where human goes, and weather does not come into it. In other news, greenhouse gas emissions in France fell by 4.3% in the first six months of this year compared to the same period a year previously. That's according to the body which monitors emissions. The fall was despite a large increase in emissions from planes as the travel sector recovered from the pandemic. Emissions from domestic flights rose by 25% during the period and by 34% for international flights. Meteo France has said that temperatures last Sunday reached levels in the south of the country that have sometimes never been measured at this time of year. The threshold of 35 degrees was crossed in several places, which it said is extremely rare in October. Cities including Bordeaux, Toulouse, Limoges and Poitiers all broke their monthly records. In Aix-en-Provence, it was the first time that the threshold of 30 degrees has been reached in October. Locally, Meteo France said the nighttime heat was remarkable in our region with tropical nights on the Côte d'Azur. An overnight low of 21.7 degrees was recorded in Montalme. Finally, the 100% monegasque concept, the Maya Bay, is celebrating its 15th anniversary. Monaco is the group's first establishment, opening in 2006 in the heart of the principality. The restaurant has promised since its creation an invitation to travel to the land of flavors of traditional and contemporary Asia and has managed to keep that promise for more than 15 years. I went to find out and spoke to the director, Mathieu. I asked him what his story was.
4: My story about the Mayabe it's like a love story you know I'm here since uh, the beginning so since uh, 15 years right now so uh, I grow in the same time uh, of the restaurants and uh, every year is totally different and uh, it's very uh, not boring restaurants that's why I'm, I'm here <laughs> so the secret of the Mayabe it's uh, every day uh, to want to be at the top you know so uh, we try to do uh, to do the best of the quality of the service and of the quality of the food, and uh, we try to repeat each time the same uh, same thing. Uh, Every year there is something new in the Mayabé in Monaco. Uh, for example, uh, in, in January we built a new. Uh, uh, a new sushi bar, but the a really new opportunity for the Mayabe, it's uh, the inter- international way. You know, we just opened in Dubai two years ago, we opened two months ago in Porto- Montenegro, and uh, we will be open in Riyadh very soon, Mykonos, London, so that's new.
3: The Local News, brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. Find out more at balkanestates.com.
1: Riviera Radio Sports News,
0: brought to you by Mar Nolan's multi-screen sports bars, Nice and Cannes. In football, it was a memorable night for Lens fans as they came from behind in the Champions League, beating favourites Arsenal 2-1. This evening, Newcastle play Paris Saint-Germain in Group F of the Champions League, and kick-off is at 9pm French time. In the Rugby World Cup, France's captain Antoine Dupont will be told on Monday when he can return to rugby. French fans are eagerly awaiting to know if Dupont will be fit for a potential quarter-final which the World Cup hosts will reach if they beat Italy in Lyon on Friday night. The team's health manager has said that DuPont is making good progress in his recovery from a broken cheekbone. And in tennis, top seed Carlos Alcaraz has been knocked out of the China Open by Yannick Sinner. Sinner beat Alcaraz in straight sets and will now face Daniel Medvedev in the final.
1: Riviera Radio Sports News brought to you by Ma Nolans. Multi-screen sports bars Nice and Cannes showing all Rugby World Cup and Premiership matches. For details, search online for Ma Nolans.
0: Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, according to reports, the Chinese firm TikTok is testing a new monthly subscription, which would get rid of adverts on the video sharing site. The company has declined to comment on exactly where the testing is being carried out. It's thought to be in an English-speaking market outside of the US. TikTok currently displays personalised adverts for all users over the age of 18. The London listed fashion retailer Superdry could be close to striking a partnership with India's biggest retailer. The deal would release tens of millions of pounds to help boost the company's fragile balance sheet. Reports say that Super. Dry is in advanced talks with Reliance Brands about a new licensing joint venture. and alternative indie band Easy Life reportedly face a lawsuit over their name by the holding group behind EasyJet. The band have said that they have been left virtually powerless as they face a lawsuit over their name, with the band members being accused of being brand thieves. The critically acclaimed Leicester band formed in 2017 and have had two top ten albums, They say they are being forced to change their name or take up a costly legal battle which they could never afford. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero four cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty cents. The pound's worth one euro fifteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty six point sixty seven pence. Bitcoin, twenty seven thousand three hundred sixty nine dollars zero six cents. Ethereum, one thousand six hundred thirty seven dollars zero three cents. And commodities, the price of an ounce of gold, one thousand eight hundred twenty one dollars ninety three cents. And a barrel brent crude. 90 dollars and 88
9: cents barclays private bank brings you riviera radio business news on 106.5 fm at barclays our size is your strength and we've been using the entire reach of the barclays group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in monaco since 1922 to find out more
1: on the Riviera Radio job line.
7: FKG Marine St. Martin are looking for two experienced marine hydraulic electric engineers for the upcoming Caribbean winter season from November to May with five years minimum experience. This is an exciting and demanding position, being part of a dynamic team in the heart of the Caribbean's mega and super yachts winter hub. Interesting salary band depending on the candidates. They can also help with accommodation. Opportunities also exist for a long-term position. To apply for this, please send your CV with the cover letter to hr at fkgmarine.com. Octo Marine is looking for an experienced accounts coordinator. Duties will include client invoicing, managing supplier invoices, preparation of monthly reports for the accountant, amongst other accounting duties. They're looking for a friendly and dynamic candidate, a team player who can adapt to a fast-paced office environment, must be fluent in French and English, and is a CDI contract with a competitive salary package and company benefits. Please send your CV along with a cover letter to alice at octomarine.net. And now a job wanted. Is your home or garden in need of loving care? German on the Cote has for 22 years, takes loving care of your property as caretaker, guardian, gardener, fleet, pool service, chauffeur and also as a passionate cook. As a carpenter, he also does almost all repairs. For more information, please email contact at kugler.pro and kugler is K-U-G-L-E-R. So that's contact at kugler.pro or call 780 46 14 15. And full details are also available on our website, riviera And to place an advert in Jobline, please contact 00377 97 97 This is Riviera Radio.
1: Keeping you up to date on all that's happening along the Côte d'Azur with the Riviera Radio What's On Guide.
7: The Mosaic Music Festival is a new festival for the Riviera featuring some of the world's most important classical pianists. It's taking place on the 4th, 5th and 8th of October at the magnificent Villa Ephrussi in saint jean Cap ferrin Distinguished musicians are participating in the festival alongside exceptionally talented younger performers. Guests will enter the venue through the beautiful gardens of the villa with musical fountains. You can get more details on mosaic-festival.com. There's a great cocktail and dinner event with live music taking place in Monaco this Thursday evening. Celebrate the Indian summer at the Muse Monte Carlo restaurant on the occasion of the world tour of the group Nouvelle Vague, led by Elodie Frege and Melanie Pin. There's a meet and greet with the artists after their performance. It's on the 5th of October from 6.30 to 9pm at the Meridian Beach Plaza on Avenue Princess Grace in Monaco. RSVP by emailing helene.bennett at lemeridian.com. This Saturday, the 7th of October, Mimosa are hosting the third tour to Mimosa, which is a bike ride with two routes of 60 kilometers or 100 kilometers, depending on your own personal fitness levels. The route this year includes a great challenge and promises to deliver a real feeling of accomplishment, as well as to cycle with friends and enjoy the stunning local scenery. You can get fit and raise money for the fight against cancer at the same time. More details are on their website, at mimosamatters.org, and places are limited. And you can find details of all those events and many more in the What's On section of our website, rivioradio.mc. And if you're organising an event you'd like to be featured in the guide, just send an email to the usual address, wog at
13: The Weather Forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home.
0: Sunny intervals, a moderate wind, highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Antibes, 26 degrees in Cannes and partly cloudy. Highs of 28 in Marseille, 24 in Saint-Tropez this evening going down to 17 with clear skies. And the outlook for tomorrow and Friday, sunny intervals with highs of 24 to 25 degrees. It's just coming up to quarter to ten. It's the well-being window we're discussing with Gavin Sharp. Leadership and wellbeing at work. Now Gavin, just before the news I mentioned my next question about how uh, it affects mental health, but just mm-hmm. before I go on to that, because in the first part of the show we were talking about well-being at work and uh, there's a listener that's just said uh, concerning your comments on who is responsible for well-being at work I think when I was saying, what if it's toxic employees? Uh, this listener just says maybe i missed the answer but beyond my legal responsibilities as a boss am i responsible when staff stumble in late hungover, demotivated disheveled and barely literate from their previous night out on the town as a boss who is meant to support me uh, thank you both from an often frustrated leader
6: so, you know, the short answer is the person who has arrived in, you know, hung over the night before is, of course, responsible for themselves. And um, and as a boss, it is very important that bosses also get their support. What we do know is that the number of CEOs who um, burn out is increasing and the average tenure of a CEO, I can't remember. Corn Ferry did some research, but it's gone from something like ten years to six years. So, and that's why a lot more CEOs work with people like me when I'm wearing my executive coaching hat because they need support. Um, but we go back to that that question of look. I think it's the best that a boss can do is say, "Have we done our best to create an environment that makes it easy for people?" To be emotionally and physically well. And so because it makes good commercial sense, because retention and employer attraction, and hopefully just because of common sense of humanity. So and I think that's kind of where the responsibility ends. I'm doing my best as an employer, that we've we are helping people, advise them on their physical well-being, their emotional well-being, but ultimately, of course each of us is responsible for our own well-being
0: okay well i hope that answers your question uh, so as i mentioned uh, do you think there is a stigma about admitting to having mental health challenges at work and how do companies react when staff talk about mental health so the news i think is mixed and there is some good news um
6: i think the good news is that i um, an increasing number of certainly very large um law firms and companies are embracing mental health so um, banks like goldman sachs jp morgan a number of the global law firms you can get free therapy in the workplace and not only for yourself but for your partner so just the fact that you can announce that you're already reducing the stigma if you have a problem um, then um, please seek help Bosses can model it. Bosses can come in and say, actually, you know, it's a tough day today. I'm still grieving. My goldfish died. Or just, you know, you're sharing this something. You're sharing some vulnerability. The not-so-good news is, go back to the McKinsey research, which is that most employees um, don't want people finding out they've got mental health challenges. So, still a huge amount of work to be done. I think we are, we are scared to seek help at work. Um, and, you know, what, we, what what's the goal here? The goal is to create what we call psychologically healthy workplaces. Can I go to work and do I feel that I can disagree with my boss? Um, can I share my opinions without feeling judged? All of those things will contribute to my creativity, my productivity. But if I'm going to work and I don't think that that's the environment and I don't think I can talk about my mental health then, um, you know, we're, we're in bad shape. So, good news is there are some improvements, and the bad news is, yes, I think on average, there's still a stigma.
0: Okay, and so what are companies doing, or should they be doing to improve a well-being at work? Um, well, um, controversially,
6: what they could do, and some are starting to do, is they can link executive bonuses to work um, to well-being metrics, so they can actually start to measure it. Um, and there's quite a lot of support for that. There's quite a lot of growing support to actually, for companies to be publicly accountable for well-being. So when I said at the very beginning, it's not just about maximising shareholder value, that is important, that must still happen, but actually can you make mental health a strategic Priority? Are you even bothering to measure um, safety at work, mental health at work? So, you know, there's lots of basic stuff. You can check in with employers about how they're doing. Your point about workloads and is your workload reasonable? Um, Are you taking sufficient breaks during the day? Um, And just to be more open about well-being with your staff, all of that will contribute to making the workplace feel psychologically safe.
0: Okay, uh, Gavin Chart, we're talking leadership and well-being. We're going to have to take a a short break and uh, then Gavin will be back to uh, conclude on the last few emails that have come in uh, concerning the subject.
11: Quadro is the specialist in bespoke French interior design, optimising space to make it both functional and attractive. Wardrobes, bookcases, TV stands. Quadro works for the whole home. Let's create your interior together. Quattro adapts to your wishes and your budget. Quattro, in Nice. Motorway access, exit 52, near Ikea.
3: Dotter Immobilier is a major real estate agency in Monaco, also covering the French Riviera. Created in 1894, Dota has the property know-how to give you the best advice and offer you the personalized service that you deserve. Rentals, sales, and private management. Make the right choice. Contact Dotter Immobilier. Dotter.mc. That's D-O-T-T-A dot M-C.
1: A round of golf with fantastic views, a relaxing massage in the spa, a peaceful night in a prestige room, a refined lunch at the restaurant, pleasure of the senses and relaxation at Le Domaine de Saint-Andriol Golf and Spa Resort between Cannes and Saint-Tropez, a piece of heaven on earth. www.st-andrieul.com
10: From the 2nd of October
1: to the 28th of October,
10: come and discover comfort and elegance with the In-N-Out Days at CFAS. Explore our new premium furniture and take advantage of exceptional prices. This is the opportunity to transform your home into a haven of tranquility with the finest furniture brands. The In-N-Out Days at CFAS in Mougins, Antibes, Toulon, and Cogolin. Find out more at CFAS.fr. 9.52,
0: 9.52, we're just wrapping up the well-being window with Gavin Sharp. We've been speaking about leadership and well-being at work. Uh, just the last couple of questions that have come in I'd uh, like to fit them in just before you go Gavin. Uh, one says Hello, I'm enjoying the topic today I always enjoy listening but the business and people angle is great I'm writing in anonymously and thinking about my boss. Can someone who is a bad leader ever become a good leader? In other words is there hope? And also, if my boss is a narcissist, is there any hope for my well-being at work?
6: Well, that was an interesting twist at the end. Um, Can Yes, I think a bad leader can become a better leader. Um, And it all comes down to definitions. So one of the things I do in my work as a business coach is I'll sit down with both the person being coached and very often the organisation and I'll say, well, what is it going to look like? What are the behaviour changes when we sit down in three or six months' time? What will someone looking and see that's different? So that's the difference between training and coaching is that we actually get to see some behavioural changes. Um, Now, how good good becomes don't know. That depends on a variety of factors. But, you know I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a very accomplished tennis player, but if I have some tennis lessons, I can become a better tennis player. And that's what we can do with leaders. Will I ever be able to beat Djokovic? You know, it's hard to say, but I, I think we can assume that probably, probably not, unless we blindfold him and you know tie his hand behind his back. So we can, we can help leaders become better. If you have a boss that's a narcissist, as people remem- may remember when we did our show on narcissism, that's a tough one because narcissists generally don't want to change, don't recognise there's an issue, um, and so unless. You can work with your organisation to have work for a different boss. It's unlikely that the narcissist, even with the best coach in the world, is going to truly modify their behaviours.
0: Okay, I hope that answers your question. We've run out of time, I'm afraid, Gavin. Uh, But maybe you could just give us the answer to your question at the beginning.
6: Yes, I just was thinking that too. So in the very beginning, just before the news, I said how many employees, and it's pretty much the same stat, whether it's in UK or France, say that they feel burned out from work. And I think I said, is it 5% or 13% or 27%? Uh, Now, Sarah Lysett took a guess and you said... Twenty seven. Twenty seven percent. And I promise I didn't give her the answer, but yes. Well, it's um, not a surprise. Is yeah. It? So and
0: it's you know,
6: that's quite depressing. That nearly, nearly no,
0: it's not. We've got to look at the positive side it, of right. things. Come on. You're
6: right. Come you're on. right. <laughs> you see, I'm being challenged. I'm being challenged. Go, you feel there's safe something good out there. be you grateful for everything me. we've got, whatever that
0: might be.
6: <laughs> well, you could write if a third of us are feeling burned out, two thirds of us are not. Uh, and they're all working at Riviera Radio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not my boss, <laughs> it's the others I've got a problem with. Gavin Sharp, thank you very much. Thank uh, you. And don't forget the 14th of November.
6: 14th of November, yeah, I'll remind you on the show next month, but uh, but we do have limited tickets. I, I think the room at the Fairmont, I can't remember exact numbers, but it might only hold about 50 people, and I know where they started to sell. So, 14th of November, have a look at the events section of my website, and the talk is on how to be an exceptional leader in these extraordinary times.
0: That's the Savills Leadership
6: Lunch. That is the Savills okay, Lunch, because yep. Sorry,
0: a, a listener has just written in saying, I've just signed up for the Savills Leadership Lunch. Is Gavin going to touch on how leaders can manage the hybrid workplace? If not, here's a very cheeky request. Please canny, as I just bought my ticket. Thank you both. <laughs> P.S. Glad to hear there'll be wine. I told you the wine would work. The wine, it's the the way wine will work.
6: I will briefly address uh, the... Well, to be honest, I haven't even written yet, but yes, I will briefly address, uh, because it is one of the main challenges. We've got people working from home. Banks and companies are still struggling with, do we get everybody back into the office? Do we do two, three days at home? So, if I'm a leader, how do I manage when uh, a percentage of my staff aren't coming into the office? They're at home in their pyjamas, working from their bedroom or dining room. So, yes, thank you for suggesting it. We'll serve wine and I'll address it. Gavin Sharp, thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: The best of the Riviera. Sophie Cook from Yachtspot has come into Riviera Radio. Sophie, thank you for coming in. Could you tell me a bit about yourself and your role at Yachtspot?
15: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, my role is Client Relations Manager. So, in a nutshell, my job is to make sure that all our customers are happy and uh, getting the very best from Yachtspot, whether that be our employers, um, the yachts, manager companies, agencies or our crew.
0: And what are you currently working on at the moment? What's the latest news from Yachtspot?
15: Well, we're actually working on quite an exciting project at the moment. Um, We're in the process of developing our annual report. Um, It's due to come out later this year. And the idea really came about because we have, at Yachtspot, what we like to think is quite a unique viewpoint of the market. Um, We work with agencies, as I say, management companies, the boats themselves and the crew so we kind of see from all angles and we thought it was about time that we uh, examine our database and pull all that together into an exciting report or an interesting report we hope it will be
0: (laughs) and could you maybe give us an idea or an insight into the most maybe notable trends uh, featured in the report
15: yeah of course so um the the report will cover um, a number of different things and will include a number of statistics and details directly taken from our database. But just to give you, I suppose, a bit of a flavour, um, the first trend and something I don't think will surprise most employers is that we've seen a real increase in the demand for experienced crew. Uh, because of this, we expect to see more employers lean on things such as international recruitment methods, but also focusing on developing their cr- existing crew so things such as training and development will be a really key focus, which we talk about in the report. Um, but then, you know, whilst the demand for experienced crew is high, we also um, have mentioned in the report, we really couldn't let it go by without mentioning the, uh, well, what we like to call the below deck effect. <laughs> so um, since since the show, it's no secret that uh, there's been a huge surge in green crew entering the market. Um And, you know, we we put it down to an increased awareness of the industry. So I think, you know, love it or hate it, the show's put a real light on the yacht industry and put it on the map in many ways. And uh, we're seeing the results of that. And that's shown in in the report as well.
0: And so what can employers do to attract the experienced crew that they need for certain roles? And equally, what can green crew do to get noticed for the more junior positions?
15: Yeah, so we talk in the report about uh, training, which I just mentioned, and this is uh, a huge focus for employers. Uh, when it comes to progressing and retaining experienced crew for the more senior roles Uh, but we do expect to see the training continuing to diversify as well so we're seeing a lot more specialist courses being introduced and new training on things such as mental health and well-being for crew and when it comes to the greenies it's really about getting a solid foundation um, of training so you know exploring all the different options that are available to them and thinking about their route longer term and what they want to get from their career and what will set them up for that um, and also you know there's the usual things that we always recommend for green crews such as going out there dock walking getting the day work if you can and, and really showing your commitment for the, to the industry
0: You mentioned that it's a diverse training to include more mental health courses. Is the topic of crew well-being another key trend to look out for?
15: Yeah, absolutely. Um, There definitely seems to be an increased focus on mental health and well-being. Uh, We're seeing this in the training courses, as we say, but also in how work-life balance is addressed. Um, So we're seeing a lot more rotational positions being offered and a huge shift, I think, in general as to how employers are viewing this and the narrative around it in, in, on a whole. So I think it's definitely a, a positive shift towards more awareness of, of well-being for crew, which we are seeing in, in, a, in the numbers, as I say.
0: Yeah, well, that's really good news. And how do you think this could encourage maybe more people to consider a career in yachting?
15: Definitely, we mentioned the below deck effect earlier, but it 's not only that that 's making yachting an attractive career choice um, there 's always been the pull for those who want to travel the world and get paid to do so i mean who, who wouldn 't want that uh, but I do think it's that it 's addressing the work life balance of working in the in the industry that will really help to attract more green crew and, and retain those ever valuable experienced crew as well. Uh, And that sort of leads on to the last key trend, really, um, which is that of diversity and inclusion. So I think it's no secret that our industry has historically been categorised as uh, a male gender imbalance and a lack of ethnic diversity. Uh, But it's clear that there's an evolving narrative around that too. And we highlight some interesting statistics on this in the report. So look out for that because I think it's really useful insight for anybody who's looking to hire next year uh, and anybody who's looking to enter into the industry as well.
0: So to get in contact with you, what does what do we need to do?
15: Yeah, so um, please get in contact because we, we definitely thrive on feedback at, at, uh, at YachtSpot. So we encourage when the report comes out, people to get in touch with us. The uh, best way to do that is go to the website, www.yachtspot.com, um, or reach out to us on our social channels uh, as well, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn.
0: Sophie Cook from YachtSpot, thank you very much.
15: Thank you.
10: Louis,
1: this castle is depressing. The ballroom is falling into disrepair. The kitchen dates from your grandfather. And as for my apartments, I don't dare set foot in them. But,
13: my queen, all this would require
9: a new tax. There is no need. Let's take advantage of the exceptional home store offers. Home store special offers? Absolutely. Exceptional conditions in all areas of the home. Kitchen, decoration, storage, bathroom. All top brands and exceptionally beautiful products.
13: Yes, until the 31st of October, exceptional offers are available at Home Store. 183 Avenue de la Rubine Can la Boca.
14: Buying, selling, or renting your property on the French Riviera. From Montan to Saint-Maxime at Orpi, our 82 real estate agencies are ready to accompany you in every step of your project. Orpi, the leading real estate network in France with over 50 years' experience is at your service. Buying, selling, renting, real estate management. Go to orpi.com.
12: Let yourself be swept away by the thrilling new production of the musical West Side Story. Two gangs, an enduring but impossible love, unforgettable melodies, Maria, Somewhere, America. A moment not to be missed at the Grimaldi Forum, Monaco, from the 13th to the 15th of October. Booking and more information at GrimaldiForum.com. Monsieur Martin, pourquoi avoir migré votre entreprise
0: vers la casuite d'InfoManiac?
11: Casuite est pensée pour la collaboration en équipe. Elle intègre une messagerie, un drive, un chat et tout ce qu'il nous faut. À suite. la solution collaborative éthique plus d'informations sur infomaniac.com
0: 4 minutes past 10 o'clock a little bit late with the international news headlines officials say at least 21 people including several children have died after a bus crashed off a flyover near venice and burst into flames Uh, Kevin McCarthy has been toppled in a right-wing revolt, the first time ever that a US House of Representatives speaker has lost a no-confidence vote. And in the UK, the British Prime Minister will announce the scrapping of the HS2 high-speed rail line from the West Midlands to Manchester uh, today. In his Conservative Party conference speech, uh, the PM is expected to set out a range of alternative projects in the north of England and Wales. Radio Radio sunny, moderate wind, highs of 25 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Antibes 26 degrees in Cannes highs of 28 degrees in Marseille and 24 degrees in Saint-Tropez this evening going down to 17 degrees with clear skies and the outlook for tomorrow and Friday, sunny intervals, highs of 24 to 25 degrees. Thank you for listening thank you for all your input this morning, the emails, the photos and I do apologise if I didn't find time uh, to get your question to Gavin Uh, but uh, he will be back next month, uh, the first Wednesday of every month with the well-being uh, window. The news is available throughout the day on radio.mc and you can also check out the Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. Big thank you to Pierre and Sasha. Um, went to the hairdressers yesterday afternoon. Oh, because there's a Riviera Golf Bonanza, a rugby golf Bonanza happening on Friday. You're not too late. You can sign up for it. Don't forget, go to the Riviera Yacht Support uh, page. All the information is there. It's going to be Loads of fun. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I will make it. And I got my hair done too. The only problem with is that there were lo- lots of women coming in complaining that they were in a rush. So I kept saying, Oh, don't worry, I'll wait. <laughs> Three hours later, they eventually said, Sarah, we've got to look look after you now. You've got to stop being so polite because otherwise you're still going to be here this evening. Uh, So thank you very much, boys, for sorting that out and egging me on. I'm free. Don't be afraid of your freedom. Be afraid of it, it, guys. Soup dragons and I'm free. Have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. I'll speak to you tomorrow at 7. Take care. Bye.